0: Jason Turner back again in the Accelerated Graphics Studios here with executive producer Kyle Painter. Kyle, how's it going, man? What's up, everybody? We got a co-host in the house, the CEO of Ace Speedway himself, Jackson uh, Turner here in the studio with a handful of race cars. Jackson, how you doing, buddy? You doing good? You just playing with cars? That's Jeff Burton. Okay. He's good. So, uh, in the house tonight, you know, we, we didn't have any races last week, so we've got uh, a big race coming up in the prelude to the Rodney Cook Classic. This is the fifth annual, the fifth time we've run this uh, event. And, um, yeah, know, it's, it's a big thing in a lot of ways because it's got to do with late model stocks. It's got to do with uh, whoever wins this race gets a guaranteed starting spot in the Rodney Cook Classic. So a guaranteed starting top ten in the Rodney Cook Classic in October. So definitely a pretty big deal for you know the twelve cars that we have right now. We had thirteen and one, uh, one backed out. Um, Blake Bledsoe had some engine and transmission problems last minute and uh, was not able to get those kind of repaired in time. So definitely something that we, uh, we, uh, we. We hope for more, and I think we've got two or, two or three more that are uh, seeing how they go through setups and stuff like that to see if they're going to make it in time. And, you know, with uh, having rain here, there, and everywhere, nobody's really able to kind of come get some testing in before, you know, Thursday night. So look forward to everybody here, but we got a really cool guest in the house. Kyle, what's up, man? What do you think about this? Uh, I think it's gonna be a good show. I think what we got right here is probably one of the coolest uh divisions that we've ran at A Speedway that we've started up here in the last couple of years is the A Speedway Champ Carts, the Team A G Champ Carts. So here today with us is uh Tyler Perry. How you doing, buddy? Doing man good man. It's uh it's good to be here. I'm glad y'all having me. Thanks for coming, man. We we really wanted to whoops, Jackson, your headset <laughs> is falling off, buddy. There you go. Yeah, you hear that now. Okay, we really we we like having the carts at the track, and we really wanted to try to give the fans and other you know racers or potential champ cart drivers an insight as to what it, what it's like uh, racing at Ace. So, really, the champ carts
1: or any kind of go kart racing for that matter, that is one of the tightest, like like closest to like Talladega or something you're gonna get at Ace Speedway. I mean, there's I mean, some of the races that we've been to, first to 10th might be less than a tenth of a second apart or further back than that, even that type.
0: Oh, absolutely. You know, just this last race, we had a photo finish. Yeah. You know, yep. so things like that, you <laughs> it know. It was a little close, yeah. <laughs> you got to you gotta go back and take a picture and say, hey, who really finished that? But luckily, we have uh, electronic scoring, so that yeah. helps a lot. Right.
1: Well, and I know just like the, the very first race I won over there last year that we ran, um, uh, that was actually my first time ever running on asphalt. I wasn't the first time in a buggy because we've been racing for about 13 years now and won several races in buggies. And, uh, you know, it was just, uh, it was really cool, you know, to be over there and run with, you know, potentially some of the best guys around to run with. And, uh, we were able to pull off that win for uh, Wild Bill's racing. So <laughs> it was, uh, he was definitely tickled to death. And I was really honored to drive that in memory of Spanky, his brother. So that was that was a really cool moment to, uh, you know, be able to win a race where my dad's run all these years. And with me growing up, you know, it was, it was really cool.
0: Now, 13 years in racing. How old are you for the people that don't know? <laughs> I'm
1: 23. 23 for you. So yeah. you
0: started racing go karts around 10. Yep. You started on a flat kart. Uh, Champ buggy?
1: I actually uh, I started on a flat cart that was uh, actually a 99 uh, Phantom Banshee. That was uh, one of the better go karts back in the day uh, for that time period. But taking into consideration though, when we started, I mean, that was like 2009. So that go kart was considered way out of date then. And uh, my younger brother, he was on a uh, like an 80 some model straight rail. We think it's a mark. don't even know what it is. But uh, we busted off and Started winning a bunch of races around, and uh, we turned out that we we started doing okay and going big races and stuff like that, and it just kind of escalated from
0: there. That's awesome, man! I you know, you, you talk about old buggies. Yeah. I have seen so many times at a go kart track where they would uh, get a two by four or a stack of two by fours or a and trigger block,
1: <laughs> and they're
0: they're either prying on the chassis to try to do something or they're jumping on it, and I'm like. How do you know if you went too far? <laughs> <They> <laughs> say, Tell oh, you in about two yeah, laps. <laughs> <it was twice. laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, they
1: say, all right, that's good enough.
0: Man, I, uh...
2: Yeah, you got to get the flex out of those old <laughs> chassis. They built them old chassis to flex, so you got to get the flex out of them.
0: The, um... The... So the first time that you were at a, at a go-kart track anywhere, where was it?
1: It was actually at A Speedway. Really? Old, it was the old-style A Speedway that was out in the parking lot. Um, out there, like, where the ground pounders and all that park at yeah. most of the time, but... Um, the racetrack was a lot different back then. It actually had a dog leg in the front straight I mean in the back straightaway and uh, when you got to turn three you was you was carrying some speed. <laughs> but it was it was definitely the uh it was definitely a driver's racetrack.
0: You that know. was a wild time in Ace Speedway's history for sure, yeah. was when we had the go kart track out front, I say we, but it wasn't we at the time. It was just, you know, speaking as A Speedway now, but man, seeing that and, and getting used to That style of racing, it didn't take too long, but, you know, we, uh, I was, I was there helping out Chase Murphy, Mm -hmm. um, their family and our family, my family's real, you know, tight from growing up and racing dad, racing go-karts and then moving up through dirt cars. But, um, so seeing all of that kind of gave me more of a grassroots perspective as to how this stuff starts and, uh, and, uh. It's really cool to see what people, what length people are willing to go to just to get on a track and race. And that's like, in my opinion, that's real racing right there because there's not many fans that show up. It's just, you know, the driver, whoever's working on the car, maybe some family, friends, and that's about it. Yep, and, you know, not to take away from it any, but that's just, those guys want to race that bad. Yep. And and they do what, they ta- what it takes to, to make it happen. It's really cool to see the amount of detail that they pay attention to prepping tires i mean these guys will soak tires five days six days two weeks whatever in advance yep. just to make sure and they've sometimes got Sometimes longer than that That's crazy <laughs> like I, I, i'm thinking to myself how much do you have to spend on that stuff <laughs> well,
2: a, a, a lot because there's like some guys <laughs> there's some guys whose their whole job is they just prep tires for people yep.
1: and the, yeah and there's a lot of people that have made a living off of it since back in the early 90s you know um, late eighties and and they're still in go kart racing, yeah. And, but those are the guys that when you go to the racetrack, you're running with the best of the best, and you better have your jump together because if not, you ain't, you're not going to stand a chance.
0: Now I remember all the big teams and the big shops uh, back then that that they would have you know their their manufacturer drivers like Miss Hugh, and yep. uh, people like that. Like, how big is it now versus what it was say ten years ago? So.
1: When we first started uh, back in about 2009 2010, um, go kart racing was really booming back then, and it it really escalated a- as you know we got into like third fourth year. I mean, you you started seeing races that were paying $20,000 twenty thousand and fifty thousand to win in go karts, and I mean that that's more than a lot of the car races were paying at the time, you know, and and now you've dwindled back down to okay, you're lucky if you see a five or ten thousand dollar race now. But it's a it you've got to pay to play at that level for sure.
0: Oh, absolutely! I remember uh, Dylan Harville won a pretty big race when I was helping Chase move yep. up through. I thought, what was that like a three thousand or a I five thousand so. win something like that? It was huge. But at the time, it was big. That was a big deal. There's a lot mm-hmm. of go karts that uh, that tried to uh, that tried to make that race, and I just I it was one of those things. It was like wow. You can win some really big purses, yeah. you know, doing stuff like this. And and so that makes you take it more seriously than, you know, just, you know, yard carting in somebody's yeah, backyard. It's, it's
1: not as simple <laughs> as you just – a lot of people are mistaken by it too. They think, oh, yeah, well, we can just throw one together and go take off and run with these guys. That's not how it works. It's a, it's a lot of preparation behind it, and it definitely takes a lot of knowledge because it took us about seven, eight years before we – got to where we could run with the guys that had been running for 15, 20 years. I mean, and we were going to some of the biggest races as an under-budget team and qualifying in the top 10, 15 against, like, 60, 70 go cars. I mean, that was – that's what a typical field runs at those races. Back then it did. Now you're lucky if you see maybe 40, 50 at the most. Um, but that's on those really big-paying races. And uh, we've been really fortunate um, – as a low budget team to be able to go and do stuff like that and god it really burns people up when we do it you know <laughs> and they're like man what's, who who is this guy running up front and they're like i don't know <laughs> but um it it's definitely really cool you know little brother he was he was definitely more the one that w- was able to do that stuff just because of you know he he had the access at the time you know he was running for bigger um bigger names at the time and um Definitely their, their budget was different than ours was. So we, we kind of had that little bit of knowledge to fall back on every now and then. But it was really cool to be able to see him to do that and, and me myself drive for them at times, you know. And It was really neat.
0: Now what kind of budget does it take? You talk about budget at that uh, level. <laughs> what kind of budge- budget do you have to spend versus what so, they were spending?
1: So, like, I remember at times I could remember just to go run one race, Say it's uh, just say for instance they had the biggest pay in junior race in history. It was like ten thousand to win down in South Carolina a couple Goodness. of years ago. And uh Cameron was actually running my younger brother. And um I, I think we spent close to like twenty five hundred bucks just in tires
0: before we ever went there. Now I hear that's easy to do. You yeah. know, I mean, that's, how many? That's How many come in a case? Like I've seen uh, people about, buying about cases. Twelve
1: tires in a case. That's just right yeah. size. That's not including the lifts that's and it. the
0: wheels that you need if you buy new wheels. Like, we go to Liberty and see people walk out of the parts trailer <laughs> with a case of tires, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, man, them guys are—they're getting it that's done. That's about eight,
1: nine hundred bucks right there.
0: But they—they they take those to the track and they start working them, but they yep. don't race them. Then they work. No. They, oh no, you got to season three. them. No, you got to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're two yeah, or three races away. That's like three
1: or four weeks out or later, you know. And that's the thing, you know, with those higher-end teams, like the guys that do it for a living all the time, you know, they, they've got that stockpile of tires. You know, the low-budget guy, he, he can't afford to do that. Sorry. And that's that's why we, we kind of got away from that because it was costing so much. And, you know, instead of being able to run every weekend or every other weekend, you might have to wait two, three months before you can go run anything and just keep your tires cycled out till then.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and, and not only that, uh, but unlike late model, you can run several several different brands of tires. So not only do you have to have the right tire prepped for that race, you've got you have have to have the, right, them, you gotta yeah. have the right brand and, and all that, which is, is uh, way different than, you know, late model or something like that where you've got one tire that you run at that track, right. so everybody's on the same tire. So you could be running against a guy who's just got a way better tire, so, you know, you start the race and already you know, like, well, I don't have that tire, so we're starting off at a disadvantage. Yeah, driver's
1: perspective goes out the window then, yeah, because if those four-round things ain't working, you ain't going nowhere. That's but, right. But uh, that's what's really nice about, you know, running at y'all's track. But the champ carts, y'all have that tire roll, and you can't prep tires. You gotta leave them there, so that that takes that option completely out of it, and it makes the playing field a lot more even on everybody.
0: Yeah, it just takes a lot of the the excess. It, what I would call excess. You don't have to spend that much money, right? You know, you buy a set of tires. A set of tires costs like you know what two twenty five, two twenty six so, yeah. at the racetrack. That's four tires, and you you know from what Billy tells me. Uh, you know, you can run these things same, same, two, all. three races yeah. to all season, depending on, you know, what everybody else is kind of doing. But, you know, if they're not soaking them, then you, that variable is gone. Right. So it's just how good is your cart handling and right. how much tire are you saving or scrubbing off race to race? Yeah. So. Jackson, you're killing me over and here. And really buddy. and truly, if this. it's working
1: right, you're not losing any rubber. <laughs> no, you're <laughs> not. Yeah. I've That's measured right. them and
0: I'm like, wow. If anything, you're picking up more rubber than you're laying down. <laughs> Keith Woody, if you are watching, I am sorry that this did not make it any longer, but uh, Jackson is over here. I've got the, die, the late model die, <laughs> die cast of Keith Woody from, God knows when this was, 1999. There you go. So, so Grand Prix. Yep. So, this thing made it 22 years. In the plastic bag, and then Jackson decided that it was time to open it. So mm-hmm. there you go, buddy. Keith, Woody, <laughs> your car is still getting played with, man. Um, so you get to the track. You don't have, you know, a lot of tires to prep. You fill up the, the tank with methanol, and you just you go out and practice. You go out and ride. Other than cart handling and, you know, just general getting used to whatever setup you've got or if you've tried anything different or if you gear swapped or anything like that like what else do you even focus on in that
1: really and truly you just at that point you the thing about asphalt racing is so different from dirt track is that the things that would work on a dirt racetrack completely go out the window i mean some we, we have a completely opposite setup from what we run on dirt and i don't care what anybody says if they tell you that they run the exact same thing on dirt dirt as they do asphalt they're probably full of it <laughs> because <laughs> we've tried it it does not work you will you will fall off and you will about hit the wall coming off the corner Goodness. I mean especially like in a buggy over there you know we're most of the time the fastest a buggy will run is about anywhere between 45 50. over there like you say you know they've seen us up to what 75-ish 80 yes close right around 75 draft.
0: 78 in a draft
1: and then when you throw a draft into it that throws a whole nother ball game in so you have to set up the go-karts a lot different than you do for a dirt track.
0: I'm not going to lie, man. Watching the last five laps of these races, race fans, <laughs> for you people at home who have not been to a speedway to watch a champ kart race, you need to make it happen and you need to go because I'm telling you, you're missing something spectacular. It's like watching uh, high-speed chess. My <laughs> 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 oh, man, he moved it, his pawn over you,
1: you said it exactly right. It, it, it's a chess match. It's it's all about playing Playing the uh, move at the right time because if you don't, there's no telling where you're going to wind up, and and things can happen so fast at that place. It, you know, looking at it on the outside in, you don't you don't really think, hey, they're they're not really moving that fast. But when you sit down in one of them, an inch off the ground, you're getting it around there. And when you throw in that draft and get behind somebody, and you can suck up to them five cart lengths behind, coming down the straightaway,
0: you know you're getting it. <laughs> and just to let race fans know, like you know not trying to be funny or anything, but an inch off the ground is like the size of this 164th scale die cast. Yeah, I mean, can, it is next to even, nothing. You
1: can't put your hand up under her most of the time. they that close.
0: So, you know, these guys are getting it done around the famous four ten mile in no time flat. Literally, if they hit a rock or a pebble or a chunk of rubber, they're going to feel it, and these guys are doing it. Now, literally the last five laps – I'm just sitting here thinking, oh no, <laughs> is it, is the it last happen? thing. <laughs> you know, uh, you know. <laughs> Where's the big one coming? Yeah, <laughs> but now all the race fans are are standing, cheering, hooping, hollering. and these guys are going nuts. Yeah. And uh, you know, the just we never we thought we'd try it. We wanted to do something big. We had people like Billy come up to us and say, "You should run a go kart track here and when we yeah. our go kart race." And when we did, uh, man, it was something big. Uh, so you know, the last race we had, what four four champ carts? I think um, mm-hmm. it was kind of a deal where you know we we were trying to throw it on, but we wanted to make sure that we weren't going to step on anybody else's toes as far as yeah. scheduling goes. You don't want to throw another race on, and then you've got some race somewhere that's paying three thousand to win, and you're like, oh man, how we're going to make this work? And
1: it was that week. It was there was a uh, there was actually a big go kart race that weekend. And
0: really, I know a lot of
1: buggies went there too. But um, I think that one was more along the lines of like ten thousand to win too. So yeah, stuff like mm-hmm. that, man. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to compete when you've got that huge. kind of pull that's going right. towards you. That is
0: just huge. And I, they've probably got some manufacturer support or something like that. I need to give. I'm gonna call some people and see if I can get something big to happen. Uh, Rodney Cook Classic, uh, the that's gonna be the last Champ Cart race at a Speedway for 2021, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna do our best to make something big happen. We're gonna shoot for 20 carts. It would be,
1: um, be cool to see another full yeah, field was, of them again. I was going to say, and if you see any more than that, it it will be just like running Daytona or Talladega. I mean, it's it's going to look like a restrictor plate race to the very end. <laughs> that is yeah, yeah, cause crazy. Yeah,
2: because I think to his point, if you get enough carts up there, you can make that outside groove. Oh, guy. yeah, you can. That's yeah.
1: that's the thing. If you've got enough guys, you'll see that outside line run like you did back in 2019. I mean, there's, there's still videos of it on YouTube that you can go back and see. And um, actually, before I started running over there, You know, every racetrack I go to, I study it every single time, and especially if it's somewhere I haven't been before. And just like you know, before I ever ran the first race at Ace uh, last year, which was the race before the Rodney Cook, um, we tested over there with y'all for like six, seven months almost. I mean, it was since back earlier in that year. And I'm glad we did because going back and doing that homework put us where we were at at the end of the race
0: absolutely um, i think there's something to that to making sure that you you spend an adequate amount of time testing but not forsaking actual race time uh, because you know the draft is so big um, and, and
1: it's a lot different than when you got to go karts on the race track. you don't really get
0: that <laughs> right in practice mode especially cuz you know we all get separated yep. out and we just we're just practicing seeing what what shakes out but i really think uh, i think that you know Twenty carts is probably a max. I don't. I don't know if we'd want to go. Think that would probably be good. If we <laughs> did 20, any more than that, yeah, that's, I'd be like, that's, yikes! Yeah, you're <laughs> gonna, you're if,
1: gonna if, start sitting on the edge of your seat, pretty good.
2: If, now, if, if you get more than twenty, we're gonna need to run some A and B mains to you know get the field set.
0: Oh man, we could do
1: that.
2: My wheels are turning. His, his wheels are
0: turning. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> so you've run carts for the last thirteen years. You're twenty three years old. You got a lot of time left. What is the, what does the future look like for Tyler Perry?
1: Well, I don't really know yet. <laughs> I have high hopes of, you know, maybe eventually, you know, not not with the budget that we're on, can't do it, but it it would be cool to either sit in, like, a modified or a late model car eventually, you know, and kind of pursue, like, what my dad wanted to and just couldn't afford to. But um, that's, that's always been something my dream since I was a kid was to be able to. Pursue what I love and that's
0: racing. I think the uh, you want that one, the Intimidator three for Dale. <laughs> Can you hold up three for Dale? To so my next point was, I think going from Champ Cart, I think you would be killer in a modified. It's they're all they're still low to the ground, yeah. and what's cool is you know I I I just practiced one one time like th- three years ago for a Uh-oh. blooper. <laughs> um, so Gary Causey had like three of these things at the racetrack one day. And he's like, get in one. I was like, well, I've never driven one. So here we go. What's really crazy about those things, when you sit down in them, the top of your head is like right up here. You can mm-hmm. see the wheels right move. the roll cage and, and everything. Yeah. I think I would have so much fun racing one of those because when you go through the corner and you can see everything move, it's like, uh test session during the race you can pay attention to how everything's working you pay attention to how the car handles at the same time as you know you can watch wheel input and see what's moving and what's not moving man i think that'd be so cool to to actually race some of those but um i think champ buggies would probably feed into a modified really well
1: well and and what's really cool just like with the champ buggies you know we have we're open wheel also so you don't have nothing around the front tires you really got to pay attention to what you're doing and and somewhere like Ace, where things happen that quick, you, you have to be able to judge fast. And just like a modified car, if you if you get up in somebody's back bumper, you're going over top of them with the front tire. I mean, it's it's the same way in the Champ Buggies.
0: Yeah, but you got to have that passive aggressiveness. Yeah, you got
1: you, you got to play it smart. You, you that's the thing in a buggy. You don't want to hit somebody because when you do, you lose all the momentum you got.
0: That's right. Now you know here in a in a full body car or a full full size car, full scale car, whatever you call it, they don't uh, you know. You lose momentum for a lap, and then you gotta, you've gotta, you can make it back up in a lap or so, but you you do lose a little bit. Whereas with uh, you know, some other some other cars, you don't, uh, you don't lose it as much. But what son, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> so, I think that would be a really cool thing for you guys to try and look into. And there's a ton of them out there, and you could probably get in one super cheap. Yeah. Um, or if nothing else, you could at least drive one for somebody for a year or for a couple races and see try how it, out, it works. Try it, it out. out a little bit. Yeah, yeah Gary causey has got a ton of those things, man. you could get him. I think I think Gary Young Jr. has two. I can't remember if he's still got his other one or not. I'd have to see where if it was at his other shop or something like that. All these guys are more than happy to try to help grow the, grow the class and let somebody else try one out or take a few laps in it see if they think they like it and then go go from there to rent one out or sell one. Uh, there's a lot of them still out there, so I'm pretty sure we can make something like that happen for you if you if you were interested in something yeah, like that, that would later be on. Cool, yeah. Um but what now you can't quit the champ cars, though. so no, you gotta ain't, you gotta keep we ain't those. Quitting that. You gotta we're keep stuck those. with that
1: for too long. It's it's not abandoning that unless uh a, a major opportunity come along, you know.
0: Now how do you after thirteen years, how do you come into racing with Billy?
1: So Billy grew up around. Well, I grew up with Billy being around the machine shops where my older brother's dad worked at. And uh,
0: uh, anyway, he's talking about Deep Creek, just in case anybody's uh, wondering.
1: Deep Creek Motors. Deep yeah. Creek Motors. Yep. And uh, you know, seeing Billy around there, and and my dad's old late model motors, they used to build them too. So we'd see Billy from time to time, and and then growing up into go kart racing stuff. When we got into that, Billy was still going to the go-kart races and running buggies, uh, of all things, you know. And uh, it wasn't long ago, he, uh, probably about, I don't know, back in 2015, my um, my older brother passed away. And then Billy's brother, a few years later, also did, which was Spanky. Spanky. Yeah, and then uh, it wasn't long after that, Billy asked me, he said, hey, you know, you, you want to drive this in memory of Spanky? I said, Heck yeah, I'll do it, you know. <laughs> and then wound up the first race I run with his go kart, and, and you actually yeah. did the wrap uh, on the the go kart, and um, we won the first race that I run in it. So that was uh, that was really special.
0: But That's pretty
2: good stuff. How much, stuff now, right how, there. much uh, how much fun is it to run for him? Because you always look like you're having a blast. Oh not. man,
1: he is he is he's a live wire. He he always keeps it exciting, and he he is one of the biggest junk talkers. But in, at the end of the day, he's the biggest teddy bear, and he. You know, he's he's just a good, down to earth guy, and he'll do anything for anybody.
0: He's been trying to get Dad and I on two of his carts. <laughs> and uh, I said, man, you know, I outweigh Dad by a good, you know, 20, 30 pounds. So, you can know, throw a little, you little can bit of lead on there or something, throw a sheet in the seat. Yeah. And, so and,
2: so uh, let us know, A Speedway, do you want to see that race happen? Ah, <laughs> man. We'll man about I, it. We I can make it happen. It, yeah.
0: <laughs> see if we can get Dad's old self in one. He's pushing 60, man. Oh, I don't know. Can <laughs> the Terminator are you, are you, still do it? Are, are,
2: are you psyching yourself out right now, though? Oh, no, because oh, I, I, I don't psych him myself himself. out.
1: <laughs> I think he's trying to talk yourself up a little bit. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> he's
0: got – oh, man.
1: Don't want Dad to put hurting on him. That's right.
0: Yeah, that'd be something. I'd be the
1: same way with my dad. I know my dad can outdrive me. I don't know, though. That's a
0: challenge, though. You got, you always want to be <laughs> be or be better than the old man. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, have you ever – Kyle, have you ever sat down and talked with Billy? Any that dude is just—I've
2: I've talked with him once or twice, and he's always it's like he's always got something cool to talk about. You know what I mean? He's never he's never at a loss for words. You know what I mean? He's always got something going on. It cool. is man,
1: it is never a dull moment with him. It and he will come up with some of the craziest stories, and it's just—and you look at him, and you're like, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. Ask him,
0: <laughs> ask him if he needs any BBs.
1: Any BBs. <laughs> Any BBs. So, seriously,
0: like, you know, we call him BB when he shows up here at the shop now. Yeah. He'll come over here and talk his junk. And uh, so, one day, it was probably, God, six to 12 months ago, we had just moved into this shop and we were still getting, you know, some organization going on. And I don't know how, but I had a box or a container of the uh, – like King Grober brand or Daisy brand <laughs> yeah. BBs, and this dude comes in here, and he just starts flapping them gums, and I'm like, what is he talking about this time? So I turn around from, you know, I was getting some stuff off a of printer, and I was like, Billy, what are you doing? And next thing you know, all you hear is something crash and then it was like Skittles. You ever dropped a bag of Skittles, and they just exploded and, just exploded everywhere. and went everywhere. <laughs> and I mean, like this thing had two thousand BBs in it, and they go all over the floor. And I was like, "Oh my God, here we go!" And he just stands there with his elbow propped up on the shelf that he knocked it off of, and he's like, "What?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> like it didn't even it.
0: didn't even it. like he knew what he had done, but he yeah. was just going to try to play it off. Like, well, "What are you talking about?" So.
1: <laughs> I mean, you know something really really cool about you know bill is you know he's he's been on me for a while about to, he's like hey let's 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 build a go-kart let's let's build a test cart and uh we actually uh started working on one a couple weeks ago and we've actually completed the first test cart for wild bill's racing now so that'll that'll definitely be one that we're looking forward to trying out over there at Ace so wait a minute
0: a test cart yeah we built so... we actually
1: built a uh a new champ buggy. You built your own frame. Yep. We built our own champ buggy.
0: This is this is new development race, fans. It <laughs> looks like, you know, Billy might be in the rental program if anybody's interested in coming out <laughs> well, to at, right you now know. it's
1: uh it's it's kind of a R and D stage, you know, but um like I say it we it's definitely a long ways to go, but we uh, we always wanted to build one. I've built a flat cart or two before when with my dad, you know, back when we used to race all the time on dirt tracks and we actually took it and ran really good with some of the best. And um, it was it was a one-of-a-kind. And after we started having some issues with it, I, f- I finally said, look, we just need to put it aside for now and go back to what we know works and started running up front again, you know. But it was uh, it was definitely cool, you know, to take that knowledge that we found from that and then take and put it into this aspect too. It was like with Billy's buggy that I'm running, that chassis is 15, 16 years old. Oh yeah, I mean it's it's the oldest buggy in the field, and, and and anywhere we go with it.
0: What's really big about this is you guys are doing this yourself. You yeah. probably don't <laughs> have much. On, yeah. Probably don't have like. Do you have anything more than like a tape measure and a and a level, uh, you know, to try to put these things together to try to weld them up, or do you have? Have you fab your, your own jig? Well, do you, like how do you?
1: You haven't really gotten into the jig stage yet because you know you got to find something that works, and then you go back to the jig.
0: So, race fans, if you haven't seen a a champ cart or a go-kart, you know, any kind of cart, the way the front hub and everything bolts together, the spindle and everything, it goes through like a C-channel piece of steel. And you can rotate it to get the caster that you want. And it's got these little... Oh, man, we just had a... We had the big one over here. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so this is what we don't want to see happen in champ carts but anyways so you can yeah, we don't want that <laughs> you can move these things with these little you've got these little hash marks to reference by it, and they're they're not but like an eighth of an inch apart so just the the slightest tweak or the slightest miscalculation can be a huge change something detrimental or very advantageous to these carts so you gotta be spot on with these things if you uh, want to find the maximum amount of speed. So really hats off to you guys for doing that with, you know, no more than what you've got going on right now yeah. until you can build a jig and, you know, get some consistency. That's pretty. that's really awesome.
1: Yeah. It's, it's definitely something that we're really looking forward to. Because, and we're really proud of it because, you know, it, it took us a little while to get to that stage and kind of get brave enough to it was like, well, yeah, we'll try it. You know, we, we've done stuff over the years and stuff and, and it's like i told him i said i'll i'll do 90 percent of the you know fab work on it and all that stuff and do the welding and and if it works we'll build some more of them you know <laughs> we'll have a whole team <laughs> of them you know but uh it's it's definitely um uh, it's a long road ahead but we'll we'll see where it goes uh, I, i've i called uh, a couple people about you know as far as like roll book stuff you know as far as the chassis go and and did all did my homework on it and uh so, here we are. We're going to try one out and see if it works.
0: That sounds good. So, it sounds like that's pretty big as far as, you know, what you and Billy are trying to achieve, and I think uh, that's going to do nothing but help, you know, the Champ Cart Series at Ace and, you know, Champ Carts anywhere. Yeah. So, uh, really, uh, I had to look at my schedule while you were talking, but uh, September 17th is the next Champ Cart race at Ace Speedway, so the actual last uh, regular season event, September 17th. Make sure you get you can either get your tickets online or you can buy on the day of at the ticket booths, uh, front or back stretch, everything's open. Um, don't miss this show. This is something big, and uh, this is going to lead up to the uh, champ cart race at the Rodney Cook Classic, which is going to be a $1,000 to win guaranteed champ cart race. So if you champ cart guys are watching... I'm calling you all out for a 1,000 to win champ cart race October 23rd. That's a Saturday at A Speedway. You got to be there. If you want to win big, if you want to get some cool trophies, if you want to have some cool bragging rights, you're going to win the last race before March of 2022 when we get you guys back on track. So, you know, it's a lot of talking going on right here. So, <laughs> who's going to get that 1,000 to win? Uh, I know Billy wants to get him some more. Oh some yeah, more. definitely.
1: That's and and we might do something cool for that race. Maybe a maybe a throwback scheme for uh, Spanky or something from back when him and Billy used to run all the time. That would be a really cool thing to do. I think for that race and uh, even there was even talks of him maybe putting me in Spanky's old uniform or something for that race. So that'd be awesome. It'd be something really cool, you
0: know. The throwback effect of that is huge. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is awesome, man. I remember. Uh, here the last couple years, Spanky was doing a, uh, um, RC cars, Mm -hmm. but they weren't, were they gas powered? They were gas powered. I think
1: some of them were, and some, some of them were just the high speed, um, just electric. Yeah. But, um, I know he, I know he really tied up a lot of time with like, uh, the mega plumbing guys, you know, Donald Bradshaw and all them with the late model stuff with Longhorn. And, uh, that was, that was really cool to hear Billy talk about a lot of those stories too. And, uh. So it, he's definitely, uh, definitely one of those guys that he he's got a lot of knowledge about a lot of things.
0: Oh, Spanky man, that dude probably <laughs> forgot more than I know. You <laughs> know, it was so cool to uh, to go into the dirt shop and see all these different pot. Like this dude literally could build a body piece by piece. They had some cardboard templates and all that stuff, but yeah. they they could build. You know, he had the big stomp shear and break mm-hmm. and all in house, and he could build the doors and the quarters and roll everything how he wanted to. And I remember they would call and and want a different wrap or something else because they've got different amounts of rake in this body versus yeah. another body. And I'm like,
1: <laughs> it's a it's definitely it, a lot of science that yeah. went into some of it. You know, well,
0: really cool though because a lot of this is just done by thought. Yeah. You know, and and you know we're gonna we're gonna tweak. We're going to put a couple extra, you know, degrees in, in this uh, on the right rear. We're going to put this much more air on this part of the car. Because yeah, when the car rolls yeah. over like that, you know, it's a big. And just
1: like these buggies, you know, we've we've actually been doing a little bit of stuff with aero, changing up different things on the bodies in it. It does react a lot different than what it would otherwise. That's I'm, I'm,
2: I'm going to tell you what's funny about that. He was actually ahead of the game because, you know, this new NASCAR Eagle Eye testing deal they've got? Yep. Well, they were putting all kinds of crazy curves in the body, yeah. and they were they were hiding it with certain, like if you put a dark piece of wrap beside a, a high-contrast color piece of wrap. Make it disappear, it, yeah. It would, it, would, it, would trick, it would trick the sensor. So they were, they, he was essentially doing the same thing, not for the same reasons, but they were doing the same thing.
0: Yeah, that, um, good Lord, what was I going to say? Oh, man. I, mess, I, had I messed them all up. No, it's okay. I had a really good one. <laughs> It'll come back to, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're talking about, you know, Arrow wings on the champ cart. This is a huge debate. Is it going to make them faster or slower?
1: Honestly, I think it'll tighten them up a lot. I think I think it would make them slower. Um, but then again, if it made them slower, they might want to try to make you put a bigger motor on. Them. I I don't know, <laughs> and I I don't <laughs> really want to do that either because then that gets you out of that that budget range where you had to start stepping on up again.
0: So here's the other question then, too, is when you put that on and you've got that much wind and that much downforce, it's all up high. So kind of like when we had the uh, sprint cars Mm -hmm. at Ace a couple years ago. You know, they've got a a wing on the front of the car and on top of the car, but these things, they just move so much air. They are going crazy wicked fast, you know, going around Ace in 13 seconds or less actually put a a bounty up I said I want to see a twelve point eight three if I can see a twelve point eight three somebody's getting five hundred bucks <laughs> and nobody could do it they <laughs> couldn't get that close but I knew somebody was gonna break thirteen seconds and they they got really close but no cigar
1: yeah they were they were getting down and I remember seeing them when i even when I was younger you know but those guys in their sprint cars, it's it's the real deal. When they come around there, you you see the slipstream coming off the wings on them. I mean, the vapor trail is real. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're moving that fast.
0: But is it going to make the is it going to make the champ car handle better? Is it going to want to try to make it roll differently? Like I'm I'm kind of weary on this because well, it's not like Ace's a super flat right. corners. You know, we've got some banking to, to play with. So what are, what is that going to well, do? And, I'd be and I'm kind of curious to find curious
1: out. Curious too, like you've you've seen spins in the buggies. Yeah. And and you've also seen spins in NASCAR too, like a Daytona. the well, only other question is what happens when the air gets up under one Up, up underneath one. it. Yeah. When you, <laughs> yeah. Put, when you yeah. go backwards you start lifting.
0: So well yeah. that could be where you could we could engineer some kind of flap like into a flap it. To release Have, the pressure. Yeah, you just release it, so you just cut a flap that's 15 20 percent of the oh, area don't be telling all of our secrets, <laughs> uh, there secrets
1: there might be a, a fabrication plan there <laughs> yeah well hey
0: you never know yeah. i just i wonder if it's going to be beneficial for safety or anything like that what can It'd we do just be what can, can we do better have to
1: try it out you know
0: yeah you
1: about have to like you say run a test station and see
0: i think we could probably get somebody maybe billy could fab something up
1: yeah me and billy could definitely do something and yeah figure it out but I just don't. I I don't know how some of those guys feel about it. I know we've you know all the buggy guys have normally been used to running you know just bare cage and uh, and you know just regular old bodies, and so that they may or may not jump on it. I don't know. Yeah, it'd well, be one of them things you'd have to try it out, see, and you know.
0: I'd be curious. I know some people don't like it. <laughs> yeah, you know that that run other tracks. Yeah, but now and they it's don't a lot like of it, places
1: that do run them like that too, though. I I think uh, Langley Speedway. I think runs them like that too uh, with the wing. Yeah, I think so. I would have to
0: look into that. Maybe I can give them a call and see what they think about it. I wonder if it would not up the field.
2: Like you remember when they used to have the wicker strips across yeah. the, the top of the NASCAR course. Yeah. I wonder if it would.
0: I
1: definitely don't think you. I definitely don't think you'd see them spread out as much, which can be good or bad. But I, you're still not going to see most of the time. If you get a big field of good fast buggies, you're not going to see two guys walk off and leave everybody unless they've just got. Good, good motors. I mean, or unless but, they get tired at, like Billy. <laughs> yeah, start waving at everybody, yeah. God, mm. that's That's been the, the talk of the week. Oh, so Bill, Some people just wave at everybody.
0: You finally got your first Team AG trophy at Day Speedway. Yep. And uh, did, did you have to give that to Billy? Yes, he took it. God. <laughs> hey, but it's all right.
1: I, I got this last one the other week, so I said, well – you know, it, but I it's one of those things. You know, I'd, I'd rather see him have it. You know, get the enjoyment out of it. I think that's he walks be... in the house every day. He's got it sitting right there at the corner when he walks in the door.
0: I feel sorry for his wife sometimes because <laughs> 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 she probably she's probably thinking he likes that thing more than me. <laughs> <You know? laughs>
1: well, and any time that I'm, you know, about every time I come over, he's down there in the shop working on the go karts and I'll get but in there and start working on them with him. You know,
0: I bet you. Mm. I bet you, I'd about bet you $100 is probably not even having to clean it. You get to yeah, you, you get done at the end of the night, and ain't no cleaning left. You know? He
1: said, You see all this? He, he talks about us at Dirt Track. He said, You see this? I don't have to clean it. <laughs> all I got to do is just keep it, bearings up, and everything and go.
0: There you go. Well, race fans, we really appreciate you guys listening in for another episode of the Ace B Way Recap with Jason, Kyle. Jackson and Tyler. Um, really hope that you guys come out and see us this Friday night for the fifth annual Rodney Cook uh, Prelude to the Rodney Cook Classic. Gates open at six, races start at eight. Adult ticket prices are $15 with kids being uh, ages 6 to 12, just $5. I mean, still a really good deal for kids. That's a
2: great value.
0: That is a hu- insanely good value. We've got uh, remember, um, did you get a lemonade from the lemonade stand?
2: I did not because I was drinking something else. Uh-oh. I got something else. It was No, not like that. <laughs> I, was, I was on the clock, so I couldn't. I, oh, that sounded so, so bad. So, <laughs>
0: race fans, you got to check it out. On the front stretch only for now, we've got uh, Ace B-Way's own lemonade stand. In the Midway, uh, fresh-squeezed lemonade. It's a 22-ounce cup for $4. We're working on getting some... Uh, refillable cups where we can try to add some extra value but um for right now you know we've got great concession items if you don't like uh sodas as much or you know if you don't want to drink just a plain water we've got some lemonade good and refreshing for you on the front midway and the front stretch um let's see uh late model stocks are getting four tires this is a five thousand dollar to win late model stock race this is huge and what's really big about it is the fact that the uh, late model stocks, are get, they're even getting $500 to start. It's literally the best purse you could probably come up with, even right now with the tire situation the way mm-hmm. it is. So um, we've got a lot of good names. We've posted them on social media already. So uh, we'll post those again as we get closer to time, as we get a couple more of these racers confirming their spots. Um, if, if you're watching and you're racing, planning on racing, make sure to reach out to us at the track via phone call. Let us know. Shoot us a message uh you know if we don't get to you, call us again make sure we get make sure we get you on that list it's important to you know reach out to us by phone if you can and um you know we we get a lot of phone calls so we try hard to answer everybody but sometimes stuff gets missed in uh missed in the uh queue right cuz good god it gets a thick crook real quick leading up to friday nights but we got a lot of action in store um Really good value. Really appreciate you guys coming out and supporting us at your favorite local racetrack.
2: Voted by you.
0: Voted by you, the fans. Big thanks again to Roger Johnson and Performance Center Racing Warehouse for putting that contest on. That was a huge deal. Yeah. Um, Man, I, I'm I'm still trying to figure out. Like, I asked him a few days ago, and I, I talked to him. You know, I try to talk to regular, you know, within people in the industry, no matter what who they are or what capacity. But... Um, I'm still trying to get some numbers off of that. I want to know how many votes there were. Like, not, I'm talking total. Like how many people voted across that thing for that many for that long?
2: Um, I'm thinking it's got to be up there.
0: God, man, I'd like to see those numbers. I'm big on analytics. That's huge. Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Is
0: it time to go, buddy?
2: The, the mic smack. You heard of the mic drop? Jackson's
0: got the mic smack. Jackson got the mic smack. He probably won't be the last <laughs> time. But, anyways, for now, guys, race fans, we really appreciate you guys coming in for another episode. Uh, for right now, I'm Jason Turner. This is Kyle Painter, Tyler, and Jackson. And we really appreciate you guys coming to watch. See you at the races. Bye, everybody.